There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. in September and he was changing the minds of defenders but his thumb injury took him away say do you remember who they are scoring in September who they are now they've got all night and day and welcome back to fuck you we like the your co-host this morning, evening, afternoon, or wherever the fuck you decide to listen to this, Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Alex Schubert. Well, not always, but a good amount of the time. Yeah. I feel like you're near me. Yeah. I'm back after a, not one, but two-week hiatus. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll you, had get, some, you had some stuff happen. I had some things go down. Yep. So You might have heard last week. We'll discuss yeah. it. We'll get to it. Um, but first, Alex, buddy, how was your week? I had a good week, man. I picked up a new job working in uh, the warehouse at Amazon for the winter. Yeah, how's that yeah. going? It is grueling. Yeah, I bet you yeah. can't. You can't sit, right? No, not at all. Like you, you cannot be on your ass at all. You got to be standing at all times. And just moving constantly. Moving packages? Yeah, because yeah, especially now, it's like peaks. They call it peak season, which yeah. is Christmas shopping and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, like, if you have, like, a mental breakdown or something like that, if you get exhausted, for every time you have, like, a mental exhaustion thing happen, there is a conveyor belt full of packages that does not give a fuck about your feelings. <laughs> no, they don't. No, it's not at all. Neither does Susan in Wichita. <laughs> no. She just wants her... God knows what. <laughs> I just want my baking set, Schubert. <laughs> she doesn't know who I am. No, she knows. Bezos doesn't know who I am. Oh, Bezos knows. <laughs> oh, man. Bezos Unless he... knows, knows. <laughs> Unless Bezos shows up like on some undercover boss kind of thing. Oh, Bezos knows, knows is a show where Jeff Bezos has to smell different things and guess them. It's like a blind smelling <laughs> test. That's how he became so rich, man. That was part of it. Yeah. Um, also, that warehouse has all of their bases covered. Yeah. Like, everything, like, they have everything covered. Like, they have, I can't even think of what they have. Like, one thing they have that kind of took me by surprise, they have a basketball hoop. 
in their warehouse. Yeah, they have a basketball hoop in their warehouse. So it's like a big open area where if you just want to wind down from the day and just relax and take a break, you can shoot basketball. Yeah, so when you're exhausted, you can work out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One thing that kind of shocked me, I actually like this, but um, and they have like a giant break room. Yeah. And near the end of the break room, I shit you not, is a Muslim prayer area. What? Yeah. In Hebron? Yeah. Do you see anybody use it? No, but I see I see people who would. <laughs> <laughs> well, fire from the hip shoot. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, that's nice that they have that. Yeah. That's great. You know, diversity. You know, if you need a break, you might as well be praying. Yeah. So that's good. Absolutely. That was my week. So Billy, I have a couple questions for you. I have some answers. One, how was your week? And two, what's that on your finger? Oh, uh, for my week? This week was good. Um, I uh, went to the Bengals game on Sunday with a friend. Nice. Who was in from Seattle. Shout out Jake Paulson. Love that guy. He was in town because uh, of my wedding. Yes. The week before. Congratulations. Thank you. Ready, listeners? That's my wedding ring. It is. It's still there. She hasn't left yet. No, she hasn't. Give it time. Uh, <laughs> hear uh, that, Alicia? Give it time. Give it time. Dude, that was... I was so glad that the whole thing went so smoothly. It really did. There should have been so many times that it got screwed up. <laughs> but, like, somehow we kept it together. Like, you know, like the night before, we both got really drunk I saw it, like, you guys uh, posted, like, Instagram stories of you guys doing karaoke. Oh, that was the night before. So we had people come into town Thursday, some people, so I booked a room for us at Tokyo Kitty. Uh, of course. I've never been there. I really want to go. Holy shit, it's so much fun. I really want to go. They got a robot that brings you booze from the city. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, man. So you, like, they give you an iPad, and you order, and then you also pick your songs on the iPad. So, like, you can order booze, and then, like, you put in what you want. And then, like, two minutes later, a robot comes from the ceiling, just like a tray on a fit on like a fishing line, just delivers. I think I've seen those. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're they're famous in, in Japan, in the karaoke bars. Yes. And you just drop down, and then you just grab your drinks, chug, and then just keep singing Queen. <laughs> or Mr. Brightside. Or, or Mr. Brightside. Or what I covered Xanadu. Xanadu. <laughs> That's all we can do with the song. Yes. Copyright infringement yes. or something. We have to pay ELO yeah. for using that tune. <laughs> we but have to. It was that was really fun. Got shit faced that it was a lot of a lot of drinking. Yes. It was the like, entire weekend. It was like the appropriate amount of drinking though, because it's a celebration, not a problem. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a celebration of you and, and the best day of your life. Yeah, and, well, and more importantly, it was about Alicia. Yes, absolutely. And, and uh you were you were the DJ. I was the DJ. You were fantastic. Thank you, man. It was actually my first ever wedding. And you were amazing. Yeah, and I gotta say, any DJ shift that I don't have to hear Mo Bamba is a good DJ <laughs> shift. That was on the No playlist. God, that song sucks. For sure in the No Fly Zone. Oh my God. But, uh, yeah, man, like, you know, then the rehearsal dinner, like, we shouldn't have worked because we weren't in, like, a completely closed restaurant. Like, it wasn't just all for us Where was in a it? private room. It was at Fireside Pizza. Really? So we had, like, We were just there. We, we were just there. Like, there should... It should not have gone well because, like, we didn't have the entire restaurant. Like, anyone could have come in off the street and been a buffoon. <laughs> but, like, 
it went so smooth. The food came out on time. The beers were perf. They were amazing. The it was, and then like we had the perfect amount of seats for everyone that was there. Oh, perfect! My dad called a fire truck to come up, <laughs> <laughs> and we all went outside after dinner and we took pictures with the Cincinnati Fire Department. Oh, for real! And all of them kept hitting on Alicia. I'm like. <laughs> Hey man, I'm marrying that tomorrow. So if you could like back off, were they like tight. were they like twenty years older than her? Or? No, it was like a mix of like dudes our age and then like some older dudes. So yeah. it was cool, like people your dad's age. Yeah, yeah. So like early fifties, but that was cool. And then like, um, Alicia went to her hotel room. I went up. With- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Jake to his hotel room and we had some of the bridal party come over and got super drunk. I drank out of a vase in the hotel room. That does not surprise me. Yeah, it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) I cleaned it out because it was so tall I couldn't put it in the sink. So I'm like, where am I going to clean this? I just put it in the shower. (laughs) I just put it in the shower and just turned it on. And then like I kept dumping it out. And as I kept dumping it out, I just kept getting red wine to come out of it. I'm like, like, this is not original. This is like hack night before getting married bullshit. You're oh, better than this, Billy. It absolutely is. But did I drink a Bell's Christmas Ale out of it? Yes. Yes. But I did drink two out of it to like kind of get it some fullness. But it was so funny. Like I kept filling it up and like in the shower and dumping it. Then I was like, I'm just going to leave it in there let it fill for a while. <laughs> I forgot about it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> It came back and it was half full. And her and Alicia's friend Emily, who lives in Vegas, came out. She's like, what are you doing in that shower? I'm like, I'm cleaning a vase. What the fuck do you think I'm doing? <laughs> and she was like, you're being so wasteful. In Vegas, we have like a, we have like a water. You're wasting water. This is bad. I'm like, well, we're in the Midwest where we have water and cheese. So I just like dumped it. And I was like, finally. Did you clean it with cheese too? No, that was my tummy. <laughs> um, and... And then the next morning, we woke up a little late. We were supposed to be at the Woodward at 10. We did not get there till 10.30. Okay. And I was very hungover. And I'm, like, dying, like, going around, like, how do I help set up? What do you need me to do? And everyone kept pushing me away. And so I went upstairs to the green room, and I laid down. And I was just rivaling in pain, like, oh! <laughs> and I just kept grabbing my head. And my best man, Corey, he just goes, what do you need? And I go, oh! <laughs> And he goes, I have tequila, gin, bourbon. And I went, bourbon! <laughs> and out of, his, out of his suit pocket, he pulls a small airplane bottle of Woodford. And then I chug it. 
And I was like, oh my God, I immediately feel better. <laughs> Does this mean I have a drinking problem? No, it just means that you're just putting the hair on the dog. Yes. And I'll tell you what, that dog needed some hair because it looked like it was going through chemo. Yes. Because it was rough. Uh, man, that was a good joke. Yeah. You really left me hanging there. And I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. It's all right. But anyway, so then, like, we did, uh, we got ready, and then we went down to go meet up with Alicia. Yeah. And well, I had to wait for her for the big reveal, which we did at the statue in front of uh, the Great American. Oh, like what? What she looked like in the wedding dress? And yeah, all that. like the first time she I got looked to awesome. See her. So we did it in front of the Johnny Bench statue. So okay. we had to wait for. Her. So we went to Holy Grail. Oh, how did that go? Do you know what else was going on on the day of our wedding? SantaCon. SantaCon. Oh my God! So I walk into a full bar. <laughs> Where everyone is Santa. <laughs> and then they're all looking at me because I guess I look like an idiot dressed up in a tuxedo. It's like I'm getting married. You guys are cosplaying for the wrong reason. Absolutely. So, like anything is, you'll do anything with alcohol involved. Right. So, uh, I go outside and to go to leave because they're getting ready to meet us. And that's when I start crying. Yep. He cried a lot that day. I cried day. a lot of that day. I don't know. I didn't know I could cry that much. But, you know, there's a first and last time for anything. I'm sure you'll cry more. Nah, not like that. It was from, like, as soon as I got to that statue, turned around and saw my wife to be at the moment. Looked so beautiful. I was like, oh, it's over. Yep. It was so fucking cool. And then to go and walk into a building that you're that you like got to watch be redone. Like we used to live across the street from the Woodward. Yep. And like right, and I remember was that right below us. And so like that was a big moment in our lives. Where we're just like, man, we were gonna, we finally did it. We got married in this building. Yep. Full of our friends and family, and it was a great place for us to have a killer party, and for me to black out because <laughs> that's what happened. I didn't, I, like, people said, oh, you went to Motor. I'm like, I went to Motor? <laughs> and uh, I, like, remember walking in, and then I remember being, I just remember the door guy screaming, hurry, you can't vape in here. And I came to, <laughs> and I was holding Foul, Josh Faust's vape, and I just looking like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Um, so, it was awesome, man. And, like, I wouldn't change any of it for the world. It went so smooth. It was great. Um, yeah, absolutely. And there were a few moments when I was, uh, like, because I was emceeing the wedding, too. And it was my first one. So there were a few moments where I was like, shit, I don't know if I did this right. I don't know if I had the order right, like cake cutting and then, like, toast. And you did then- great. From what I remember, you did great. Because, <laughs> like, also, like, what they don't tell you is, like, what, what was so nice is that we sat on stage until we were, like, away from everybody. Yeah. And we could see everyone and we invited. So, like, we got to have that moment where we took a deep breath and look around and be like, these are all of our friends and family that are here that we love in this building. And that was just so fucking cool. Yeah. It's uh, surreal. It was super surreal, dude. And then the worst part was getting... I mean, not the worst, but it's it, you, we got off that stage and then... My job at that point was to talk to everyone. Oh, and just like, like greet, you. greet people, right? Because normally when you eat, like the, at a wedding, like the bride, the bride and the groom, they say you don't eat at your wedding because the bride and the groom walks around and says thank you to everyone that came while they're eating. Yes, makes sense. You can dance, have a good time. We didn't have that, so like it was just a free for all. Like whenever I was somewhere, someone was grabbing me or something, as expected. People, but then people were great about getting me for like first dances, the bouquet toss, yes, and like the garter toss. So like, 
it all worked out, but it was still just like a whirlwind. I'm like, oh, it's been four hours? I'm back. I'm back. Oh, my God. So it was cool, man. Uh, I definitely would love to do it again <laughs> with the same lady. <laughs> just do it all over again because it was great. And uh, so far, the worst part of be about being married is uh, the ring. It's really weird. Yes. I. Uh, so I brought this on my act recently. I have giant hands. Huge hands. Yes, and I had a couple days ago. I tried to put that thing on my finger. I succeeded, but almost failed because I almost couldn't get it off. <laughs> yeah, that was so. It was just hung on your knuckle, and I was like, "Dude, this thing is tungsten. You can't cut it off. Yes. You have to you have to cut off your finger to get the ring off, and then sew your finger back on." Yeah, all because I wanted to see if it fit. Yeah. Strong work. <laughs> you know who else had some strong work? What the fuck happened last week? We won Schubert! Finally! We did it! We broke the losing streak. We won 30 to 16. Yep. I was there. Yes. You and about 13 other people. people. Yeah, you could count them. Yes! You could tell. Like, it's so obvious that, like, the fan base is just giving up. As yes. they should, but it's almost to an extent it's embarrassing that they are even televising these games. Yeah. Like, you can look up... We looked up to the third deck, and I could just count every person. It was like I was at a Reds game. Yes. It was like a Tuesday or like a Wednesday 1235 businessman special kind oh, yeah. of empty. So, it, it was kind of awesome to see that yeah to see that they have reached their low but then somehow still win yeah because you're beating because i feel like a reason that it was not very well attended was because the team that they were playing is now three and ten or was three and ten at the time now three and eleven think about this too the fan base is getting their team ripped away from them oh my god like not even to their own accord like they weren't even they were like we're fine you know think about it two seasons ago they were the number one, they were had a chance to be the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah. So to go from that to bottoming out to like John Gruden, three and ten, and knowing that your team's moving, there's no reason to go watch it. Yeah, absolutely none. And that's why Gruden knows there's no reason to compete and he's been trading off all those pieces left they, and right. They traded off Amari Cooper, they lost Brandon LaFell for the year, they lost Marshawn Lynch for the year. Well, then they traded Khalil Mack, one of the best defensive players in the league. For my money, the best. And Bruce Irvin. So, yes. I mean, you're you're trading away cornerstones, your defense. Yeah. And now the Bears have one of the best defenses in the league, it's if filthy. not the best. But anyway, we're off topic here. Yes. What the Bengals did so well this week, and they did it really well last week from what I could watch, because I was in a hotel room with my wife. Uh, celebrating our marriage. That's awesome. It's a great way to put it. Because I was putting it. Anyway, so... <laughs> oh! Hey, yo. Do you guys... Do you know I'm no longer a virgin? It's pretty cool. Yeah, I know! It's pretty sweet. Um, What's sex like? It's cool, dude. Yeah! I can't wait for you to have it. Oh, it's going to be so much great. It's sticky and thin! <laughs> Class dismissed! <laughs> That's for you know, all, you, all you rude heads. That's what we're going to call Andrew's fans. Rude heads. Rude heads. Um... But is they ran the ball. I mean, they gave Mixon the ball. If like Marvin Lewis's record is astounding when they have 
uh, their running back have 20 or more attempts. Mixon had 27 for 129 yards and two touchdowns. He looked great. And that offensive line just wanted to fucking block for him. Yeah. You could tell they were getting pushed because they're, they're, they're showing, like, we trust you. Go out there and get it. And it's more fun for an offensive line, speaking as an ex-offensive lineman, to run block. Yes. Because you're going to go punch somebody in the face. Oh, for sure. And pass blocking, you're just getting punched all day. Yeah. So why would you want to sit back 55 times and watch someone dink and dunk all day? Yeah. And get your confidence shot when you can build confidence and run some fuckers yeah. over. And you have the chance to possibly go out if you shove down a defensive lineman, go out and shove a linebacker. Oh, yeah, work your way up. It's so much fun being a guard and working your way up from that D tackle, and next thing you know, you're blocking a safety because you're it's everything. Because you're like 15, 20 yards downfield, and you're like, like I'm his guy right now. Yeah, this is my fucking dude. Yes. So it was pretty. I mean, that's. I mean, as a young with a young team and a young offensive line, I would much rather do that. So it was pretty cool to watch that. I think that Jeff Driscoll looked fine. He underthrew. For that first, he pick. overthrew a lot. He overthrew on some tight throws. <laughs> it wasn't like it was there was a window and he missed. You know what yeah. I mean? It was he every time he had to make a tight throw. So like I wasn't too bummed about it. He's fine. He's it's, a fine backup. He's a fine backup. His feet are great. He's a fast little guy. I think you use him the same way that they use Taysom Hill in New Orleans next year. Like a spe- well, Taysom Hill's like a special teams guy. Taysom Hill was a quarterback. Yeah, he was. And he's a fast quarterback, so is Jeff Driscoll. Yeah. So some say he's like he's up, he's some one of the fastest dudes on the team. Yeah. So why the uh, fuck not do that and yeah. create those packages and know that that's how the game is shifting and follow that trend? Yeah. Because I went to the Saints game when they got absolutely manhandled, and it was like fifty-one to seven. But like late in the game, Driscoll just had like a fucking twenty-yard touchdown run. Yeah, I remember. Just that. Came out of nowhere. Yeah, guy's a beast. So I'm like, oh shit, this guy is legit. This yeah. wasn't. I mean, it was technically kind of a garbage time score, but who cares? If he if he can show it, he can do it. Might as well utilize it. Yeah. But overall, I mean, it was nice to win. Um, we're officially out of playoff contention when the Steelers uh, beat a very above-average Patriots team. Yes. Which they looked like dog shit. Yeah. They they hadn't had that many penalties in a long time. They had 14 penalties, and it's weird to see a Belichick team have that many false starts. It was very odd, yes. undisciplined. It's very weird. Anyway. Also, Brady's a pro bowler this year. Yeah. I sh- yeah. I don't like it. But Andrew Luck. Yeah, agreed. For sure. Yeah. Way better season. Yeah. And he is he is a lock for NFL comeback player of the year. Oh my god. There's no doubt in my mind. But the overall sentiment can be felt with the emptiness in the stadium is that it is time to move on from Marvin. Yes. It is time not to just move on from Marvin, but the entire coaching staff he has around him. Yes. Hugh is not the answer. Hugh is a lateral move. Yes. It is time to hire, say, a Lincoln Riley or just a young gunned, offensive-minded Sean McVay-esque. Of course, because that's what you want. I mean, you follow. I mean, you follow that trend. You make it happen. So, I don't know. I just think the only way you're going to get this city back and its fan base is if you finally fucking get rid of him. Yeah. But if, if they win these next two games, Marvin saves his job. Oh, I know. I literally called this in the thread. I'm like, 20 bucks that Marvin 
saves his job by winning the next two games. How disappointing would it be? We could have been five and eleven. Yes. And there is a chance for us to go eight and eight and just keep losing out on draft picks. Yes. And working higher up the board. It's not good. But people keep saying, like, fire Marvin. Fire Marvin. He's not getting fired. No, I saw you troll people all, like, last week. Oh, I trolled a lot of people. You trolled hard. You need a cave to go with all that trolling you did. I know. You fucking, it's like, no, you're not going to fire Marvin. They're not going to fire Marvin. They're going to let him go on his own terms, which they will. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind they're going to let him go on his own terms. But, which he's, you know what? You have to, if you've had the same job for 17 years. Yes. I feel like that's the respectful thing to do. Let him bow out gracefully because he's clearly lost it. Yes. He doesn't care anymore. I don't think it's a not caring standpoint. I just think he's lost touch with the league. Yes. And and what needs to get done. So, I, I don't know. The defense has looked better. It has. Under Marvin, but there was only way. There was only one way to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, you faced a Raiders team that has lost their entire, like, yeah, their most team. of their stars. Right. Like Seth Roberts, Marcel Aitman. Who? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Doug Martin is past his prime. He wasn't Far what he was. Past. Yeah. Jalen Richard, he's okay. Yeah. I mean, you're you're looking. It was like a, a really good CFL team. Yeah. So, it was a nice. It was nice to watch him win. And uh, my last thing is, if Boyd is really hurt, sit him. Yes. Put him on the IR. Yes. Let him hang out with AJ. Let John Ross get a couple games in. Right. And let Andy Erickson play that position. Guys earned it by leading the league in return yards. He was insane. The highest return average in the league. Off kickoffs. I'm just saying that guy's fast and he's underutilized, and I thir- I, I thoroughly think he needs to be given a true shot. He should. So if Tyler Boyd's fucked, put him in. Absolutely. The Cleveland Browns again. Again. Ooh, let's start at the top with mascot. Chomps. I said Chomps looks like a thrown away con the thrown away concept art for Astro from the Jetsons. <laughs> he does. I said he looks like Scooby Doo if his reward for solving crimes was Adderall instead of Scooby Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we're going to move right along to Brownie the Elf, their second mascot. Brownie the Elf. He looks like a Keebler elf who's serving hard time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, for tree arson. Oh. <laughs> just called lighting a tree on fire. Well, also yeah. their home, so it's arson. I said he looks like a cosplay version of the Frisch's Big Boy. <laughs> You're not my favorite thing. Oh, not at all. We're going to go right to the owner, Jimmy Haslam. Jimmy Haslam. Uh, he looks like Mike Pence fucked a buzzard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's the CEO of Flying J. I have uh, something. Crazy story. You know how they got the name for the J and the Flying J? How'd they get it? From the J on his face. <laughs> hey, yo, got a big nose. He is, oh, yeah, he does. He's got a honker. He's such a boring white guy. I bet in a past life he was an NFL kicker. <laughs> yeah. 
And like he said, Jimmy Haslam is also the CEO of Pilot Corporation, which you may know is a chain of convenience stores. Yeah, there's one off 75 that I go to all the time, mainly because of their cheap gas prices and because the guy working the register is Trent Richardson. <laughs> Uh, GM John Dorsey. John Dorsey. Uh, he looks like someone they hired straight out of the dog pound. Drunkest <laughs> <laughs> fan who's ready to do this. Uh, uh, when John jo- Dorsey inevitably loses his job as GM, he can go back to his old day job, being the face of Red Dog. <laughs> do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about, Schubert? Oh, I wish I did. He had it loaded. <laughs> Red Dog Beer. The official beer of John Dorsey because he's got his face on. <laughs> he does. I said he looks like if Mike DeWine had Chris Berman's personality. <laughs> what, sexually aggressive? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, bop, bop, bop. I have a couple on the team. Yeah, on uh, just the stadium and the city and the team itself. I just have a few on the team. Go for it, buddy. Yeah, the Cleveland Browns were featured on this season of HBO's Hard Knocks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it provided an in-depth look at Cleveland Browns practices, which was a pleasant surprise since most football fans didn't even know that the Browns held practices. (laughs) Yeah, and there was a study conducted last year by the EPA that concluded that 76% of pollution in America comes from the burned jerseys of Cleveland Browns draft busts. (laughs) Yeah, and the team is full of tons of former Bengals people. We'll get to them eventually. You know, like Kevin Zeitler, uh, their quarterbacks coach, Ken Zampese, yeah. uh, formerly Hugh Jackson. Yeah. In fact, Cleveland is so full of people. Cleveland is full of so many people that Cincinnati doesn't want that next weekend I'm hosting at Hilarities. <laughs> Coaching. Greg Williams? Interim piece of shit. Uh, he looks like the drunkest guy at Top Golf. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some man tits on he's, him. He's the reason they have nets in front of the tee box. <laughs> <laughs> I said he looks like the da- he looks like a dad who's in a competition with his daughter to see who can be the bigger and sink fan. <laughs> he's got those frosted tips. Yeah, he yeah. Does. And previously it was Hugh Jackson. You know that from this earlier this season. It was Hugh yeah, Jackson yeah, previously. Yeah, I burned him. Yeah, and last season, because of the Browns losing season, head coach Hugh Jackson had to jump into Lake Erie to fulfill a promise. Yeah, instead I think Browns players should have thrown him in, because it would have been a nice change of pace to see a Cleveland Browns throw hit its intended target. (laughs) Quarterback. Baker Mayfield. Baker. Uh, He looks like the kid everyone grew up with who showed you porn first. He's just like, I got something cool in my computer. Oh, man. Why don't you come check it out? Oh, it's the best. Uh, I bet his short guy syndrome is so bad that when he used to give nerds swirlies in high school, he used urinals because toilets were too low to the ground. <laughs> God, he looks like a chode. Yeah, he does. Yeah, the Browns selected Baker Mayfield with the first overall pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. And to prepare for Mayfield's tender, tenure, Browns fans warmed up their throwing arms for when they, th- they throw trash on the field. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if you saw this. A family in Ritman, Ohio, recreated a classic Christmas song in honor of Baker Mayfield. Did you see this? No. It's a cr- very creepy thing. They changed Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer yeah. I'm not making this up, to Baker the Touchdown Maker. Ugh. Oh, it's so bad. It's just a family. It's like a mom and four kids. They all sound like the girls from The Shining. Oh, God. Yeah. but I, uh, Which is weird because I thought a Christmas song about him. Here's a better one. 
Grandma got run over by Baker Mayfield <laughs> while he was fleeing police. <laughs> Oh, that was so bad. No, no, that was beautiful. Don't don't be hard. No, 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 no. Mine was great. Yours was awesome. The other one <laughs> sucks. Uh, this just came out a few days ago. Oh, uh, that's. And they have a backup quarterback, Tyrod Taylor, or as it might be pronounced, Turrod Taylor. Who knows? More like Turd Rod. <laughs> Got him. Sure, but either way, <laughs> either way, he looks like Kendrick Lamar if his left stroke never went viral. <laughs> Back. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. He looks like a used poor strip. <laughs> Is that all you got? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, the only reason 50 Cent and Dr. Trey, Dr. Dre had beef is to hide the fact that Nick Chubb is their love child. <laughs> uh, then you got the backup, Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. He looks like a stoned aardvark. <laughs> Just like, oh, shit, I had the wrong ants. Not oh, high as a kite. You are high. High, dude. Here's a question. You know answer. What, do you know what Duke Johnson's first name is? No. It's Randy. Randy Johnson. <laughs> Randy Johnson. But instead of killing birds, he kills brown scoring drives. <laughs> Wide receiver. Jarvis Landry. Jarvis. Uh, Jarvis. Jarvis Landry. <clears throat> his, te- his chest tattoo is such trash that the city of Cleveland offered to cover it up, <laughs> citing it was offensive graffiti and a true eyesore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Browns acquired Jarvis Landry from the Miami Dolphins because they expe- they figured his experience as a dolphin would help him thrive in an organization that's constantly underwater. <laughs> that one was from the bank. That was beautiful. Thank you. Antonio Callaway. This guy. He looks like a bust. <laughs> Not like bad, but like an actual bust you would see in Canton. <laughs> <laughs> He does. Uh, I got a question for you. What's a bigger cliffhanger? Uh, The last shot of season two of Stranger Things or Antonio Calloway's chin? (laughs) Oh, man. It's the chin. Yeah. So, you know, Antonio Calloway has a hell of a rap sheet. Oh, it's intense. Yes. He was suspended for a whole year in college because of credit card fraud. (laughs) He had a diluted drug sample at the NFL Combine. He was cited for marijuana possession earlier this year. And he was accused of sexual assault, but was found not responsible by a judge who was a booster for the University of Florida. Jesus Christ. And I'm not going to roast him. Because the Miami Herald already did, what and it's beautiful. Because later in the article, they they had like an Antonio Calloway quote. He said, I'm a great person. I'm not this bad person that the media portrays. I mean, I can't stress it enough, he said. I just got to let my actions speak for me. <laughs> what they said... They've spoken loud and clear. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I saw it. I'm like, that's beautiful. That's tight. Oh, it was so beautiful. Uh, that's awesome. Tight David Najoku. His hair looks like something you would use to clean your feet in the shower. <laughs> His hair looks like something you'd see in an infomercial to get wine stains out of a rug. <laughs> <laughs> what I got? Uh, Nineteen ninety nine for shipping and handling for the Najoku sponge. <laughs> the sponge. 
Speaking of Nippons, I'm not sure if this is stupid or offensive. I'm ready. David Najoku? More like David Nigerian? Get out. <laughs> That's fu- it was fun. Oh. Yeah, the whole Najoku family is no stranger to emigration because his parents emigrated from, from Nigeria after the birth of their first child, and David himself emigrated from my fantasy football team after week three. <laughs> uh, I've got Seth DeValve, the, one of the backups. Oh, boy. Seth DeValve. Someone needs to open DeValve on his head or else it looks like it's going to pop. <laughs> <laughs> Left tackle, Greg Robinson. His head looks like a stubbed big toe. <laughs> <laughs> I said the, the gap in... I was like, holy gap, too. <laughs> the gap in Greg Robinson's teeth is about as big as the gap in any offensive line that he's on. <laughs> Did you zoom in? Because he has adult braces. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. I promise you. He and has it, adult braces. Do you zoom... Do you got to get a good? Oh, I see it. Yeah. Oh, I see that with the super thin. Oh, he's had him since he was a lion. Oh wow. Yeah. So, what a nerd. Left guard Joe Batonio. Joe Batonio. He looks like someone who eats only meat he's killed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, Joe Batonio. Look at this inbred motherfucker. This dude is more inbred than yeast. <laughs> that joke made me laugh very hard. That one's fucking yeah. great. He looks like the kind of guy who, when he's not playing football, he's leaning against a fence post with chewing on weed grass while saying phrases like, what can I do you for? <laughs> he looks like he needs to be owning a broken pair of overalls. <laughs> <laughs> Just one that has the strap all oh, fucked up. Oh, fuck yeah. All right, we've got Center J.C. Treader. He looks like he's had the same forever, and the only thing that grew on his face is his nose. <laughs> I didn't like the joke either. It's I okay. I really didn't like it. Couldn't think of anything. Uh, who, who's next? Oh, uh, let's do right guard Kevin Zeitler. Former bangle. Former bangle. His goatee says sexually aggressive, but the rest of his face says sexually aggressive chipmunk. <laughs> I said he looks like if Ryan Tannehill had Jamarcus Russell's diet. <laughs> Uh, then right tackle, Chris Hubbard. Chris Hubbard. Chris Hubbard. Oh, boy. Um, Chris Hubbard looks like someone put a curse on a pharaoh to make him ugly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also said he looks like something you'd find in the back of a shady pet store under a black light. <laughs> <laughs> Left defensive end, Miles Garrett. Oh, my God. He looks like if Michael B. Jordan trained much harder for Creed. (laughs) (laughs) I said he looks like Jarvis Landry's gay alter ego. (laughs) Hi, I'm Jayus Landry. I'm Jayus. Let's do... I have the backup, uh, Trevin Coley. Uh, Right here? Yeah, there he is. I said, uh, that face looks, uh, that face is, uh, damn it. Is it even worth it now? Say it. It's totally worth it. I believe in you. That face says that he just found out someone ate the last cookie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had on him. What do you, you got anything on? No, I do not. Hell yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Ogba. 
Emmanuel Agba, he looks like Sinbad's son, but his job is Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he says. It's my job? Oh, it's Bitcoin. I would, yes, and that joke, but I don't understand Bitcoin. I don't either. That's why I put just Bitcoin. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Hey, Emmanuel Agba, what up with the ear jewelry? Yeah, that headshot is ridiculous, and it's the only time anyone will see a Cleveland Brown with rings. <laughs> Uh, Larry, uh... That's on you. Good Ogun- luck. Ogunjobi. Ogunjobi. Ogunjobi, that's it. Larry Ogunjobi. Uh, I said he looks like a wet Persian cat. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Holy shit, he does. Yeah, pretty... I was like, oh, I wrote that one down. I was like, I patted myself on the back like, I nailed that. I, I thought I nailed this one too. Larry Ogunjobi's hairline is so high, his nickname for it is Antonio Callaway. Fuck yeah, that's that's what's up. Uh, right defensive end Emmanuel Ogba. We already did it. We did it. We just did that. We just did that one. Oh, because we discussed Bitcoin. We did. We're firing. We're just firing away. You know, uh, linebackers. You've got ourselves. We'll do middle linebacker Joe Schubert. He looks like Howdy Doody, but if he was a serial killing puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Schobert. Joe Schobert seems like a pretty cool guy. I like his last name. Schobert? Yeah. So that you like your evil cousin? I do like my evil cousin. cousin Joe Schobert? Even though I don't know how keen you are on YouTube, but Joe Schobert looks like his life's dream is to star in a Broadway musical about Dude Perfect. <laughs> I know that one. I, oh. like, I like Dude Perfect. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> linebacker Jamie Collins. He looks like a koi fish fucked a bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Hilariously shaped head. Oh, it's bad. He's the only NFL player whose chin has CTE. (laughs) Uh, Then uh, Gerald Avery, weak side linebacker. He uh, he just looks like someone who's definitely afraid of cats. (laughs) Don't know what it is, but just looks like he's afraid of cats. Let's go to that secondary. I've got strong safety Jabril Peppers. Can you? Are you going to read something about him in a second? You know what? I don't know if I'm going to read the whole thing. I will paraphrase. I read the first line, and it's one of the funniest first lines I've ever seen. So I'll say the joke first, and then we'll get to the note. Uh, someone put a, put up a note on Imager calling him out, saying he was going around giving ladies chlamydia. <laughs> so I guess you could say he is a super spicy pepper. Oh, high five. Yeah, milk isn't going to cure that burn. Oh, not at all. Boom. Roasted. Uh, here's the first. So put if you just put Jabil, Jabril Peppers has a dirty peeper into Google, this comes up. <laughs> Here is the first sentence of this very long, uh, convoluted sex escapade, sex calling out like a hashtag Me Too dude. I guess that's how that works. To Jabril Ahmad Peppers, full name, full name, all in says, "Thank you for giving me chlamydia again." <laughs> Again, it's all caps. And then it says, as, as you all know, 75 to 90% of women do not experience symptoms. Also, women are more affected by this as we can as we can get PID. I don't know. That can lead to infertility down the line. I cannot stomach to see your face again knowing that you're infecting other young women unbeknownst to them, which, as you may know, is a felony. <laughs> so we're going to skip a lot of this. P.S. There's two P.S.'s here. P.S. Tell your quote-unquote girlfriend she might want to get checked out, too, since I'm pretty sure you're still using that 
quote unquote, I have to use certain condoms, end quote, bullshit, and never have them. Shit, for all I know, she might be the reason I'm infected again. <laughs> oh my god. PSS, you should have never, you should have known better than to try to fuck me over. Oh my god. Yeah. That's amazing. So he gave eight women chlamydia. And then one of these dudes was just swimming in his wake, <laughs> getting chlamydia again and again. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So just Google Jabil Preppers. You know what? I might just screenshot it and send it so we can put that on the Instagram as the tease. Yes. I think that's a great move. It absolutely is. Uh, that's all I have in the secondary. Who do you got? I have TJ Carey. Get him. TJ Carey had heart problems as a kid. This is my risky joke of the week. He had heart problems as a kid and even had open heart surgery. And I read an article that said that when he played for the Raiders, he would go to children's hospitals and meet with kids that have heart problems. Wow. What he would do is point to his name on the Raiders roster and say, see, there's worse things than having heart disease. (laughs) (laughs) And I also have Demarius Randall. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, if you know, uh, this past offseason, Demarius Randall was traded to from the Green Bay Packers to the Cleveland Browns mm. for Deshaun Kaiser and 24 interceptions to be thrown later. <laughs> Let's move on to those kickers and punters. Punter. Britton Colquitt, he looks like... This is my risky one of the week. Yes. He looks like a special needs Hollister model. <laughs> oh, yes. Thank you. And the kicker, Greg Joseph. Greg Joseph uh, looks less like a kicker and more like the new hire at H&R Block. Oh, my God. And that's how we're going to end on that fucking shit joke. Predictions and bullshit. I say the Bengals win 144 to 3. Um, they en- Baker Mayfield ends up not making it to the game because... Um, uh, Vontez Perfect and AJ Green find out where his family lives, what tree they live in, and they burn it down and oh, force wow. him to go have to help his Keebler Elf family move so he can't make it. So that puts in Tyrod Taylor, who throws zero interceptions. Where? Still goes a perfect 25 for 25, all one yard completions. Oh. Yeah, efficient game manager, you know? Yeah, absolutely. What's actually going to happen? We're going to lose 36 to 14. Yeah, it's. They're hot. They're very. They just beat a Broncos team that destroyed us earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've. they've kept up with everybody. They've been in close games all season, and they have a shot to make the playoffs. They do. They're going to play like it. I don't think that they're they're fired up. They're ready to play for their coach, who's an absolute gunslinger. Yes. You know, who goes out, says what he's thinking, and just is a bad boy. How fun would it be to play for an NFL bad boy? Yeah. So, uh, I honestly think they lose. Bold prediction. Uh, Tyler Boyd has 10 receptions for 113 yards. One touchdown. Still lose. That's the touchdown. Um, Do you really think any receiver is going to blow up with Driscoll at quarterback? No, maybe. I don't know. It's just... It's just there's so much wrong that happened in that losing streak to get to where we are now to have them finally playing how they should have been playing at the beginning of the year. If they play well again this game, I'm I'm shocked. I will... Be shocked. Yeah. 
Because somehow Marvin motivated him to save his job again. Yes. Again. Again. So if they win these next two games, I swear to God, I'm jumping off the top of Karoo Tower. <laughs> I'm done. So It's unbelievable. I don't know what's going to happen. What's your bolt? What's your shit? Uh, my bold prediction, uh, Browns, I can't believe I'm saying I can't believe I... A year, a year ago, I would have not predicted I would have said this in any capacity. Browns are going to destroy us. Like, I have I have a FanDuel team already, and I already got Baker Mayfield as my quarterback. As you should. Yeah. he's He blew he blew us out on the road when yeah. he was on the road. Yeah. So now he's at home with a fired-up fan base. Pumped. The, the They're fans. in the hunt. The Browns fans were low-key fired up when they were shitty. Right. But now they have – they drafted super well. They got uh, Baker Mayfield, Denzel Ward. Is he hurt right now? I think so. And they got Nick Chubb. First three picks, phenomenal. And last year they got Miles Garrett, Jabril Peppers, and, and Njoku. Yeah. Who are all – They're good. They're real good. They, they've drafted phenomenally. Yeah. So they're going to be good, and they're going to be good for a while. They're yeah. still the Browns. They're still the Browns. They might find a way to fuck it up, but not with these young with these young players with on on rookie deals. Yes. So they have a if if they're the Browns, they know they have a two year window. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's like they have a short time to to really capitalize. So I think they're a number one wide receiver, like a true number one threat. Because I don't think Jarvis Landry is a number one. I don't either. No, I don't think. I don't think one bit. But like a star receiver away from being like, okay, these guys can not only make the playoffs but make a run. They're like a say, maybe an Odell Beckham Jr. away. They might pull the trigger on that one because I don't know if Beckham would want to stay with. Eli as shitty as he's been. Right. I don't know, but I don't feel good about this. Um, plugs. Um, what do I got? Um, are you on VA Bennett's show? I am on VA Bennett's show on you Thursday. You are? Yeah, I'm going to roast the shit out of him. Oh, man. And tell jokes. Yeah. Uh, I got that coming up Friday through Sunday. Go to Go Bananas and see Gabe Kia. Yeah. Canadian treasure. Gabriel Kia headlining. Uh, Bangle Boy Zach Powers is hosting. Yes, he is. So fellow fellow Bangy Boy, go see him. Yes. So come check that out. Absolutely. Um, and what's really important, Thursday, December 27th. Oh, what is that day? That is the live recording of you we like the bangles in the basement of motor we are fucking up the Steelers. hell yeah we are bring your burns bring them all we're giving shit away we're giving shit away <clears throat> we don't know what yet but we're giving it away it'll be fun so definitely come do that schubert what plugs do you have um i am on va bennett's show on december 20th as well that'll be the day this comes out nice uh and i have my first show of 2019 it's a while from now but february 5th i am at growling gremlin in columbus oh hell yeah that show's fun amber falter show Hell yeah. It's going to be an awesome show, and I'm looking forward to it. Mary Santoris headlining. She is from Cleveland. Boo! She's a very funny lady. Yeah, she's great. Fuck Cleveland. Yeah, and I'm going to be Oh, shit, we'll get to that. Yeah, and I'm going to be up there with uh, Cincy Boy Phil Pointer. Oh, Philly P, my dude. Philly P. All right. I think we only have one more thing to say. We do. Fuck you, Cleveland Browns. We like the Bengals! Bengals!